Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Together again, happy new year, Donna yeah. and Steve, Woo. Dawn McLean hanging Woo. with us. Hey, girl, hey, hey, girl, hey. Woo. it's a good day. We're that back. was a nice, relaxing, awesome, yeah, productive vacation, at least for me. Yeah, it was, How about you it guys? was a, a productive sort of through. Oh. <laughs> well, I clean my basement was a disaster. This is the basement below the basement. Oh, sure, the cellar. Yeah. Ooh. It yeah, was just, you. you know, we're. What? The store, my storage. You have a basement below your yes. basement. Yeah, yeah. it's it's, it's a basement below the basement. It's just for storage. The rich get richer. You know, it's for the furnaces and all that. Mm. So, I uh, it was a disaster. So I've been cleaning that. I've just you know I cleaned. I put all my Christmas stuff away. Yeah, it was great. I read an entire book. I watched an entire limited series. Whoa! Yeah. I did so much. You guys, I mean, it has just been so great. So great. You needed vacations. I feel rested. <laughs> yeah, it was it was time. Well, welcome back. Thanks. I I went home. I went to the Jersey Shore. I I just I saw friends. You posted on Instagram. Yes, that's a rare. I took a, a COVID test a couple times. Oh, how wonderful! <laughs> Thank you. I I um, <laughs> goodness. Well, we went to Pennsylvania. You know, we spent a week <clears throat> week and a half there. And had a just a, That's a, a long time. It is a long time, and you know that. You know what I realized? It's such a beautiful tradition. My siblings and I, we all go. We take our kids. We stay at my mom and dad's house. I love it. It is a. It's a. It's a really wonderful tradition. It is also two things can be true at the same time. It is also a week and a half in a house with eleven kids. That's a lot. I hope it's a big 11. house. It's a, it's a, it is a big ages. house. Can you give us the age range? Yeah, all the way from six months to 14. Oh, wow. That's so, pretty tight. And they're just <laughs> running through the house all the time. And you give up on saying, hey, slow down. Don't jump. Like, my parents have a sunken living room. Yeah. And so it's like three steps down in. Yeah. And on the second to last day, my dad then started saying, hey, slow down. Hey, don't jump down. And I said, Dad. This is a losing battle. Why yeah. are you doing this? It's yeah. day. It's day eleven. It's what's going on. Just so, pad the walls and you'll be fine. It uh, it feels good. You know, at the end of that, it's a lovely time, but it also feels good to be back in our own space mm-hmm. where you can just sort of 
decompress and, and relax. How many bedrooms in that mansion? Uh, I think it's like enough for each family, or, right? Six or six, maybe seven. And there's beds in all of them. Six. Uh, there are beds in all of them. Each family ha- stays in a room. So we have four kids. So we're in the biggest room, which is actually my childhood bedroom when I was twelve and I moved in there. <laughs> we now live in that room, which is called the Green Shag Carpet Room. But it, there used to be Green Shag Carpet in there, and then we, we I ripped hope it so. up Otherwise, recently. Otherwise, that would be weird. Yeah, why did we call it that? <laughs> So now we all sleep there. There are mat- There's a mattress in the corner. There's a mattress in the middle of the room. My wife and I are up in a bed. There's a pack and play for Dev. Is there an air mattress or are these beds? These are actual just mattresses. Wow, that's nice of your parents. Well, my parents don't go into the majority of these rooms much of the year. You know, it, it was full most of the year when we were younger. And now it's about four weeks a year that it's packed to the gills. Don't you have like a basket? Do you have a basketball court in that house? Uh, no, we have a, there's an indoor swimming pool. Oh, pool. Okay. Yeah. So we do pool day. Every parent had a day or two where it was your shift. So the kids had to direct all of their questions to that parent as to when are we going swimming? And that parent alone had the right to say it will be at this time. And don't ask again. I love how organized and how structured it is. That, I think, is really helpful. Yeah, you have to... I would need a whiteboard, you know, to say, okay, Steve and Lou, Monday. Yeah, you have to... That was really helpful. We've never done that before, and so it was always a thing of, like, who's going down to the pool today? And some parents like to get in and swim with the kids. Other parents prefer to just sit on the sideline and watch the kids. Got it. Uh, But it was a good good time. (laughs) You can't have a good time anymore? (laughs) Yeah, you can have a good time. Dawn, now you came back midway... Of yeah, our vacation. Mm-hmm. Right. So um, you went home for like what four days? Three days. Three yeah. Days. Well, I mean, plus the weekend. So sure. you know, we don't count that. Yeah, we don't count that. <laughs> three work days. But yes. you were down in Missouri. I was. Lovely. Yes. Yeah. How's, how's the weather in Missouri oh, this time of year? You guys, I did not pack any clothes for summer. Was it really warm? I got to Kansas City because I stayed oh, in Kansas yeah. City overnight. I just drove six hours after work because I didn't want to do the full night. Oh, gosh, no. I stayed with some friends. 72. My body is used to 10 degrees. Right. And I was pulling 72. off. I'm like, I don't have any t Like, I have a T-shirt to sleep in, but that became the T-shirt of the break because <laughs> I was so hot that I had the air conditioner blasting. I was like, oh, I'm so hot. 72. Yeah, that's a heat wave for you. I didn't have like little socks. I had like socks that Alexis knitted me that are wool. <laughs> I mean, it was really my body for the first three days. I was really hot. Oh my um, gosh. It was 65 on Christmas, like sunny. Wow. Beautiful. Um, so I'm complaining about bad weather. I can't believe that I'm saying that. But once my body adjusted to that, then I had to come back. Oh, and I, yeah. When I got in Iowa, I got out to get gas and it Freezing. was 15. And I'm like, no, I know it's, it's Gosh. very strange. It's well, a strange it's, thing. And like, it was 50 where I was. Yeah. 50s yeah, back in PA 40s. too. We played football in the yard a few days. I spent a lot of time outdoors. For Minnesotans, that's like summer to us. That's 50? what I said oh to them. Gosh, They're like, oh, yeah. it's cold and, and bring a blanket. And I'm like, what? This is like shorts weather. I get Minnesota. back and it's negative 11. Guys, that, that <laughs> negative situation bad. over the weekend was a real. Guys, it went to like negative 20. That's yeah. very, very, very cold. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And Super there's more cold. coming, right? Isn't the week I think so. Yeah. I don't know. Let's just not talk about no, that it's, right it's, now. Uh, yep. Here we go. 17 below Thursday, 19 below Stop Friday. It. We don't need to go there.
12 below Monday? Tonight, just so Sunday? people know for safety reasons, Please. there's going to be uh, after 8 p.m., one to two inches possible with oh, blowing and drifting snow overnight. It's fine. It's Sorry, fine. Sorry, I got upset. Okay, well. It's good. I welcome it. Just be careful. Yeah. Um, I was really surprised um, before returning to hear that Betty White died. What was I that know. on the day before Christmas Eve, was it? No, no it was I'm New sorry, Year's I meant New Year's Eve. She oh, lasted just through 2021. Yeah. I'm so sad. I was it, really hoping she would make it to that you know, celebration that's going to be happening, I think, on her birthday, January 17th. It would have been her 100th birthday. And they're still going to go through with it. They're going to push forward. But they were hoping that they would have footage of her actual birthday party. Mm. She had just spoken with some outlets uh, a couple weeks prior talking about the event, saying, you know, she's so fortunate to have such good health. Now we know how she died. Yeah, she died of natural causes. Some people were kind of speculating because they were starting these... You know, the rumor mill because she had just gotten a booster, I believe, for COVID. And then, you know, somebody grabbed onto that and tried to turn it into that was the cause of death. No, her uh, longtime manager, I believe, said that he was with her and she died in her sleep peacefully. And um, I also believe that her last words, her last word was Alan. Mm -hmm. Of course, her husband, Alan. um, How do you say his last name? Ludden? Ludden. Alan Ludden. I want to believe this story. I do. I do too. But if she died in her sleep, oh yeah, good, qu- the, good the, point. The the story comes from Carol Burnett, who heard it from Betty's assistant, who then was told with their her. mutual friend Vicky Lawrence, who then told every. So it's Vicky like a says, game of telephone, you know? Yeah, how sweet is that? That is so sweet. God, I hope it's true for all of us. I really hope it's true. A lovely thought that her final word would be. Uh, Alan, but I don't know. I don't know. Listen, I don't know. I, everybody's sad to uh, to to see her go, and she was just it, what an outpouring of love. Yeah, we have seen for her, and I'm so glad that she was able to see how loved she was right while she was alive, especially this last decade of her life. Absolutely. So Confession. Great. Moving on. I have never seen a single episode of the Mary Tyler Moore Show. Oh, you would love I it. I know I would. I know I would. It's so How do I watch funny. it? Uh, Nick at, not Nick at night. Um, TV land. Do you have TV land? I hope so. I'm sure it's going to be all over the place now. You know, it's going to be everywhere. So I'll, I'll, I'll look it up for you, okay? Look it up. Yeah. Look it up. Yeah, right. when, when we come uh, back. We come back. Oh, boy. We got some things that'll make you go, huh? It's been a while. Can you figure this out? As a philanthropist, this actor donated more money in relation to his own wealth than any other American during the 20th century. Who was this very giving actor? Hmm. We reveal it when we come back. Don and Steve, my talk. Something Good morning. Welcome back. Donna and Steve on my talk, 1071 Everything Entertainment. It's been a long time, but Steve's got some fun facts to share. Oh, sorry about that. You Let me try it again. Too. <clears throat> oh, Steve's got tough. some fun facts to share. It's been a long time, you know? <laughs> As a philanthropist, This actor donated more money in relation to his own wealth than any other American during the 20th century. Okay. So essentially, this person was the most giving person of the 20th century. Famous actor. Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise is incorrect. Actor. You said that because of your Scientology background. Well, I was thinking that he donated a lot of money to Scientology. Oh. Actor. 
That's right, guys. It John was a- Travolta. Donna, you're only saying Scientologist. <laughs> oh, my <God>. Elizabeth Moss. <laughs> Nope, it's a, it's a, it's a, uh, Alley. it's a, <laughs> Leah Rabbity, formally, um, give us a hint. He's dead. Okay. It's a man. Yeah. He's a man person. Okay. He is dead. Marlon Brando. <gasps> <laughs> Thank you. Oh I'm assuming that was an impression. Godfather. Uh, I didn't. You like his dressing? Oh, Paul Newman. Paul Newman. Newman. The new Meister. Newmanator. <laughs> In fact, doesn't isn't there quite a bit of the proceeds from the dressings that yes. go yes. to... Maybe right? that's how... I he, think almost yeah. all of it. Wow. Is that that's dressing any nice. good? I feel like oh, I had yeah. it once. Yeah, sure. right? Okay. I get it most of the time. Really? Yeah. I don't even focus on Paul Newman. It just feels like, yeah, of course, you grab some Newman's, Newman's own. own. What right. else did he do? Not just dressing. I don't know. Uh, was it doing dinners? other things too, or was it? Just, it was more than just dressing. Are we going to start the year like this, speculating? I'm already being accused <laughs> of having brought back my accent, and I was starting to hear it just there, and being accused on Twitter of that. Oh, really? Uh, on Twitter? <clears throat> oh, were you posting video? No, no, no. Someone listening, they just tweeted and said, oh. "Did anybody else hear that?" That's funny. <clears throat> Eeny, meeny, miny, mo. Coming up in hour two today, we'll be talking about the Pittsburgh toilet. Which Rocco <laughs> sent us a picture of, and I was like, oh yeah. All, all three that. of us were like, oh yeah, we had one of those. <laughs> of <course. laughs> but of I'm course. not allowed to talk about it. Only Don. because you won't be here. Right, I was shamed. Well, listen. So I, sorry, Don, that's a joke for the second and third hour. <laughs> yeah, he really pushed you to the corner and of the room there. And then he posted a picture of his dumb beard. I'm like, this is why I don't want to be in this thread. No, no I that think that was, was my Steve. Beard. Oh, you? I thought that was Rocco's beard. I so was you like, think my what? beard is dumb? Well, yep. So what? It's a little gray <laughs> and red and light brown and, and kind of blonde. Sure. It's a calico. A <laughs> calico beard. Oh, yeah. That would be an expensive breed if I was a cat, You would huh? be. Mm-hmm. Or Actually, those are cat. just kind of blonde oh, cats. Yeah, Calicos <laughs> are all kinds. Dime a dozen. Yep. Elvis's best-selling album ever was Elvis's Christmas album. Oh, oh, I love Blue Christmas. It's also the best-selling Christmas album overall. It has sold more than 10 million copies. Wow. That's yeah, yeah that's a lot for a Christmas album. Yeah, I just yeah. can't believe that's the best-selling one of all time. What about Dean Martin? What about Frank Sinatra? What about Michael Buble? Hmm. What about Mariah Carey? Uh, yeah, that's a little surprising. I did see a funny gif over the holidays right after Christmas. And it said, it showed Mariah Carey in an ocean. And it said, and now it's time for Mariah Carey to walk back into the ocean until she reappears next Christmas. (laughs) 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 Like she's a mermaid. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Let's see here. Oh, this is interesting about solitaire. You like solitaire? Not real. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts.
I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Cool, cool. Solitaire <laughs> refers to any tabletop game that you can play by yourself. Not just the famous card game that you think of. In fact, the card game wasn't called Solitaire. Until 1990, I was seven, when Microsoft called it that when they first added it to their Windows operating system. The actual name of that game that you play, Klondike. Oh, yeah. I don't know what to do. (laughs) Which author's real name is Theodore Geisel? Uh, I know this. That's uh, Dr. Seuss? Yes, great. Oh, Donna. Yeah, for the win. Woo! He came up with the pen name Seuss when he was caught drinking in college, and he got banned from extracurricular activities. Oh, no. But he wanted to keep writing for the humor newspaper. I'm pretty sure, Dr. Seuss, I think there's a quote that he wasn't that fond of children. What? Yet he wrote all these kids' books. I'm pretty sure that that's true. Now, he's also known for the quote, we say it at the end of vacations all the time, just said it back in Pittsburgh, don't cry because it's over, smile because it happened. I love it. Right. And also at graduations, you give that one book to people. I Yes, that's a great gift. All the gift. places you'll go. All the places it's you'll so go. It's so sweet. It's a little yeah. long, but whatever. A little long. Remember at my graduation... I spoke for 35 minutes. I, I well, I'm that's not surprised. True. I'm not either. You're supposed to get five minutes. Yeah, because I graduated with 12 kids. Everybody <laughs> oh, go up. You oh, get a couple of minutes. Say oh hello. Say God. thanks to Miss Petrie. Steve graduated and in the top 10 of his class. Thank you very much. It's one of my favorites. <laughs> There's 12 people. And I, uh, oh. I yeah, spoke for 35 minutes. That's a bummer. What were you talking about? All sorts of stuff. What are you talking about? You're, you're not a bad you're not dog. You're a bad dog. You're a great dog. Well, I guess if you ask Alexis's dog, my dog is a bad dog. Oh, uh, we need to talk about that. <laughs> oh, right. We'll do that, and if you see something, say something. Coming right, up coming at nine forty-five. Yeah. Was there a dog fight amongst mm. the my talk dogs? <laughs> uh, I love this. This is great. It's a great story. That's Alexander cool. Hamilton. What about him? Misspelled the word Pennsylvania on the Constitution. He <gasps> forgot one of the N's in pen. Yikes! Sylvania means woods. Pennsylvania is Pennsylvania because William Penn pens woods. Oh, wow. That's embarrassing. Anyway, when we come back, listen, I saw a movie that I liked, and it's getting rave critical reviews, but has some in my family viewing group wondering why. I'll tell you what the movie was and why I liked it and they didn't. Coming up next on my talk. Donna and Steve on my talk 107.1. Where talk is fun. Final segment of the day. That Went is by not quick. true, Steve. We've only been here for 30 minutes. All right. We've got another 90 to go. I think nope. 90. Definitely We've got wrong. another 100, 150. Oh, do we? Oh, We're yeah. Until noon. Oh, yeah. We have two and a half hours to go. <laughs>
That joke went sideways. Anyway, um, I know we both uh, saw a movie. In a theater? Did you go to a theater? I did. I did. There was hardly anybody in it. There was like six of us, I think. Oh, me had people at theater. Did you wear a mask? No. Oh, I wore a mask the whole time. And, you know, I'm starting to get really used to it, so it doesn't bother me as much. But anyway, we decided to see Licorice Pizza. Oh. Oh, this is the one that we heard about right before Christmas that critics were loving. Loving this movie. And so we went to see it. I was like, when it ended, I just thought, huh. I kind of loved it. Even like there are things about it that I didn't mind that I was reading one review because there's so many bad. I'm sorry. So many good reviews that I started to look for a bad review. And I'm like, ah, there it is. There it is. So this review that I was looking at comes from. I don't know what the name of this website is. It's uh, Apollo dot com. Okay. So anyway, it's this critic. Let me just tell you a little bit of what this is. So it's a coming-of-age romantic comedy that takes place, I believe, in the San Fernando Valley. And Licorice Pizza has nothing to do... It's not even a pizza place. It was the name of a record store. So it's kind of like this inside thing, but I did a little digging. It stars... Get a load of this. Because I'm watching this, I'm going, that girl looks really familiar. Who is that? And I'm like, wow, she looks like the girl from Heim. The rock oh, group, yeah, yeah, with the sisters, yeah, we like them. Well, it was it was Alana Heim of the group Heim. She's in it. Her sisters are in it. Her mom and dad are in it. Um, her love interest is played by the son of the late um, Philip Seymour Hoffman. His name is Cooper Hoffman. Oh, so it's kind of interesting to watch their performances for that reason because they're they're unknowns, really. Sure. Um, other than their names for that re- for those reasons. Well, Phil- Philip Seymour Hoffman, what a gifted actor he was. Uh, what do you see in his son? Do you see the the acting gene? I do see a little similarities. What I'm seeing from the both of them, from Cooper Hoffman and Alana Heim, is they are really vulnerable in their roles. Mm. So they're not trying to be perfect. They're just they're really. She especially is a, she's going to be a great actress. She was so good. So stinking good. But here's, here's the thing. This is a Paul Thomas Anderson movie. And we know him from Boogie Nights, The Phantom. Oh, I'm sorry, Phantom Thread. Oh, um, yeah. Yep. Magnolia. He's got eight Oscar nominations. The, the thing about the story is it's a bunch of vignettes kind of, just blobbed on the screen that really don't have any connection to the next blob that you're seeing feel about that i didn't mind it oh really but clearly it's an isolating approach because your family members probably they were like ick that was (laughs) like what was the point of that i was they were waiting for something to culminate and something to happen and nothing ever happened like when you thought oh god this is where things are going to get good Oh. Just kind of falls flat and then moves on to the next little vignette. Um, Bradley Cooper is in this movie. Sean Penn, oh. Tom Waits. Bradley oh. Cooper steals the show. He is hilarious. Really? He plays the boyfriend of Barbara Streisand. You know what it has a little <laughs> feel of? Um, 
You guys, what was that movie about Hollywood and the Manson family? Oh, uh, yeah. Once Upon a Time, a time in, Hollywood. in Hollywood. It's kind of got that kind of vibe oh, to it. Great. I loved that. I did, too. And the people I went to see the movie with hated that movie, too. And I'm like, what? I loved that movie. You need to get a new family. Right? I mean, Whoa. Oh, we could do a swap sorry. or something if you guys are up for that. But anyway, it's just that each little story didn't tie to the next story in any real significant way. So were the same actors in each vignette? Yes, but then like things happen to them because it's this coming of age story and there's adventures and mishaps and uh, they find themselves in situations that are very scary yet very funny, Um, i.e. the Bradley Cooper uh, portion of the story. But he has nothing to do with the story other than he was some random guy that happened to be in. It's just very much told in this this com- I don't know, discombobulated way. Sure. I, I think I'm going to like this. I think you're going to like it, too. Now, here's where people have a problem with it. So it is the story of this 25 year old woman who works for the company that does um, school photos. Okay. okay, so she happens to be at this middle school and this kid, this 15 year old starts hitting on her. They end up becoming friends and he really likes her and she's always they never really address like, OK, this is weird. You're 25. He's 15. We're looking at statutory rape here. We're oh. looking at. Right. So there's a little bit of that that goes unaddressed. Do you know what I That's mean? A- yeah, so did they have a relationship or just a friendship? Okay. They had a friendship, but there was always that undertone of yeah. feelings for one Me another. No That's where this one review that I'm reading on mm-hmm. Apollo.com says, um, okay, things happen in this movie with no rhyme or reason. It's a compilation of stories that are only... Um, Related to the sex crime happening at the center of the movie and mean oh, absolutely nothing. They're like, this person is like, I hated this movie. And if you're just joining us, we're talking about licorice pizza. And it's like, um, hi, are we not going to address the fact that there's a 25 year old who should be a registered sex offender pretty soon? Okay, so somebody else yeah. on Rotten Tomatoes, I'm going, I'm looking, oh, critics love it 91%. Yeah. Audience score lower 72%. That's verified audience reviews. Okay. Then there's unverified. Like you could just be anybody. And somebody said, this is interesting, <laughs> um, I, this is Wickford H2 said, I said the movie normalizes relationships between a 15-year-old boy and a 25-year-old woman, and then they took my review off. This just proves my point. How is this ever normal? In fact, it's a felony. Sad how we've normalized this behavior. So some people clearly seem to be passionate about that thing and Mm -hmm. however it plays out. And if you had a man and a... And a girl, oh, for sure, would be like, whoa, right, yeah, exactly. ban it from the academy or whatever. So, oh, yeah. I have to say that this—it's already like won awards and everything. It's probably going to be up for Oscars, at, at, most definitely for that um, Alana Himes performance. She's so good. Hmm. But aside from that, I didn't like the movie because of that. Of course, that's weird. But it's also—it felt like. like this stuff happens you know they're not saying hey this is okay it just it happens people can't help who they fall in love with it's and it's not right yeah well 
I had a very, very big problem with the movie American Beauty. Oh, like, that I am was so really, creepy. really against it because it normalized somebody being basically a pedophile. Oddly, my 87-year-old grandmother was just talking about this movie over Christmas break. American Beauty? I said, boy, it's got a good score, and she was like, oh, I hated that movie, and for the reason that you're talking about, though, I've never seen it. Oh, God. I could not get that out of my head the whole time. Um, You know, it doesn't matter if the 15, 16-year-old girl is hitting on you. And just all of his creepy thoughts i'm like don't normalize this yeah, right. this is not normal Maybe. so i just couldn't but get I, past that I also, kevin spacey i also oh. think well there's that mm-hmm. um i also think i don't think they're trying to normalize it i think they're just telling a story like this creepy crap happened i think that if you but if it's not told in a way where they are condemning it it is normalizing sure. it it's saying look everybody has these thoughts that's yes, what somebody has said know? here in these reviews is like what was the director trying to communicate? That's what I wondered, with too. This? By the way, the audience reviews are absolutely what you should read on Rotten Tomatoes. Oh, I agree. <laughs> These They're are always great. the best. Just because, you, and by the, by the way, plenty of people who love, we're talking about licorice pizza, plenty of people who love it, but then you get people who just say things like absolute bore, two stars. Ooh. Like, that's kind of fun just to read. There wasn't any plot. It made there no wasn't. sense. There was no plot. Fun coming of age story <laughs> like Rushmore meets Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. You know what? And not only was there really no plot, it was... Two hours and 13 minutes long. Oh. So okay. it's very long. So you were like, oh, it's going to go somewhere. Oh. And just so you know, nothing ever happens between these two. Right. Right. Really? It's they just, just you a, play out the tension of it all. Yes. And it's like a friendship, but like there's something about him that she likes. Part of it is he's an actor in the movie. You know, like a kid actor. Oh, sure. And I bet she likes like the celebrity and like Hollywood's just like right within reach. And then. Wow. Yeah, it's really for no other reason. I think you should see it just so you can talk about it. I'd love to hear what you thought about it. Saw a very different movie in the movie theater. Much lighter. Very little controversy. Starring Matthew McConaughey, (laughs) Scarlett Johansson, Bono. What was it? Listen, guys, I saw Sing 2. Okay. Bite your tongue. Bite your tongue. Hang on. I thought it was Clifford the Big Red Dog. No, but we did see a big cardboard cutout on the way out of the theater, and my six-year-old was like, Dad, look at that dog. I was like, no, that's Clifford the Big Red Dog. He's fine. Uh, but anyway, the movie I've never seen, Sing. Okay. Uh, I've it's I've heard it in the back of the minivan while I'm driving. I've heard it the, the ambiance of it. This was such a fun Movie, and I don't think all animated movies are created equally. So I'm not just like you know puppy dog dad here saying, "Oh, it was great" because I was there with the kids. This was, in my opinion, a really fun, a fun movie because you know what these sing movies do, Donna? They feature a gazillion well-known songs. I think I've seen. Throughout. I think I've seen a part of the first one, and it was cute. You know, the kids said that they liked this one better than the first one. Lou, who has seen the first one and the second one, said this was better. I was all like spun up in the plot and Bono it's trying to get Bono Clay Calloway this big singer to come and do this when he stepped out on stage at the end I was like wow they produced this moment really well it's very fun a lot of songs to sing along to it just always keeps moving there's good comedy in it Matthew McConaughey's lovable in it it's it's great. Dude, Sing how many people did you go to the movies with? Oh gosh, we oh, took up, uh, almost a whole row. Uh, no, not everybody. There were probably 
12 or 14 of us. Wow. Wow. You're not a bad dog. You're a big rat dog. Let me come back. Okay. It'll be time for if you see something, say something. Um, there was a my talk dog fight, mm-hmm. <laughs> which I guess I have to stick up for my dog now after his name was besmirched. I think on the morning show today. Oh no! Uh, no, no, no! It was all very respectful. Mm. Just, mm, just because your dog is a little bit rambunctious, like somebody else I know. <laughs> I was gonna say, kind of. My dog is chip me. off the old block. <laughs> uh, also, Donna saw something really cool. Yeah, it's very cool about somebody who saw something, said something, and may have just saved someone's life. Tell you about it when we come back, Donna and Steve on my talk. All right, good morning, welcome back, Donna and Steve on my talk, one zero seven one everything entertainment. Donna Valentine and Steve Patterson. We've got producer Don McLean hanging for one more segment. Yeah, and we've got to hear. About the battle of the My Talk Dogs. Hey, if you see something, say something. Oh, that is catchy, huh? Time for If You See Something, Say Something with Donna and Steve. If you see something, say something. Come on and party tonight. All right. Shout out to your, uh, your doggy camp. Let me explain how I ended up putting uh, Rex. We we boarded Rex, who is my year and a half old soft coated Whitten Terrier. And late notice, I reached out on Instagram and I said, "Who's got a good recommendation for a place where I could board my dog over the holidays?" And this was just, this was in mid December that I was reaching out about this. This was late, and uh, a bunch of people said, "Oh, Camp Bow Wow, Camp Bow Wow." Now there are a lot of great places out there, but oh, yeah. I kept seeing that one, and I was like, "Oh, there's an EP location. Mm-hmm. People seem to like it." Reached out and uh, was able to get Rex a spot at Camp Bow Wow. So we, when you send your dog there, you can talk about seeing something. You can watch your dog all day on on surveillance. They've got these cameras this, up. This is why this other person sends their. This makes sense now. Yes, this exactly. other my talk. Host. Exactly. This the pieces will all fit together perfectly. This my talk host likes to spy on. She's she's been banned from daycare cameras. Yeah. So I send Rex there. You can watch on Camp Bow Wow him in the play area, and I honestly didn't even know what to make of it at first. I was like, I don't know if he's loving it or stressed. I don't know because there are so many dogs, and they're all just playing with each other the whole day, non. Stop. Occasionally, you'll see a dog sleeping in the corner. One time, I did see Rex laying down in the corner. But there can be, you know, 15 dogs just all roaming around in the same indoor play area. They always have access to the outdoor play area. There are multiple indoor play areas, multiple outdoor. And I would see Rex, you know, dogs playing with Rex, Rex playing with dogs, things you don't normally get to see. It's like watching your children at school. You get to see them behave in a way that normally you wouldn't. It's cute. And then I uh, picked the dog up, said, how'd Rex do? Oh, he did great. Just so fun. What a sweet dog. I uh, I got a free upgrade for snuggle time. So there was a day, mid-trip, no joke. They sent pictures and said, Rex is snuggle time. Oh. And they said, he is just such a sweetheart. We enjoyed our snuggle time. Four pictures, two of them just with their arm around him, two of them reading him a book. Oh. <laughs> it was very cute. What was the book? I don't know. There? I think it was dog-themed. Oh. It was Old Yeller. Oh, no. Looked like they were in the final. No, so then they're reading the book. It's all great. Picked the dog up. Said, you know, he had a good time. There was just one dog that we didn't didn't really want to play with him. <sighs> Packy. Old man Packy. Alexis's dog. 
<laughs> I said, wait, a, I didn't even know that Alexis's dog went there. Did she you even know she had a dog? She, well, not technically. <laughs> well, she has two. Ricky. Ricky. Come to find out. Apparently, Ricky, a little younger. Packy, old lab. Right? Packy's yeah, an older lab. Ricky, Ricky has more experience, though. Ricky came from the mountains of Kentucky. Oh, no. So he's got a checkered past. He does. He's cool with all dogs. So Ricky had a great time with Rex. Whereas Packy would be old lab, like, okay, could this hyper Wheaton Terrier leave me alone (laughs) for a moment, please? Ain't nobody got time for that. (laughs) That's how my guy gets to when he's just like, okay, behave yourself. He acts like the uncle or the, the coach. Yeah. Like, knock it off. There was a real family. We can relate with Alexis doing the daycare camps and the doggy camps because the first few days of us being in Pittsburgh, that was a hot topic was, hey, if anybody checked on Rex lately and then somebody would pull it up on their phone because they got the Camp Bow Wow app. Oh, cool. You pull, I could look at them right now. You could look at any of their locations. They're all across the country. Yeah. And then you just watch the dogs. But uh, That's cool. He's always got a frenemy. That's what he's supposed That's to fine. have. That's fine. That's fine. Every dog has one. Not a bad dog. Great dog. What are you talking about? Donna left her dog alone in her house. One big (laughs) bowl of food and said, he'll be fine. That is not true. I left him with my friend Jeline and her husband Jeff. And they loved him and said, he is so easy. She took him on adventures to Walgreens for Chinese food. She sent me a picture and it was so funny because he's sitting on the back seat of the car. His head is too big, like he's too tall. So he has to like crouch down. Yes, because he's so tall. How big is this dog? He's pretty big. He lost 18 pounds, you guys. 18 pounds. Your dog lost that much weight? That's what they tell me. I think the scale is off. I need to see this dog in person again. I'll bring him in tomorrow. By the way, gosh, we don't have time. <laughs> I would love to. Oh, my to. God. You would s- love him, Dawn. Oh, 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 Dawn's watching three dogs right now. Oh, no, it's coming up this Saturday. Oh, mm-hmm. oh. I might have to see My grandma that. told a story. She lives in a senior village, you know, down in Orlando or somewhere in Florida. <laughs> she casually told a story about one of her neighbors who has a live-in therapy horse. I love who it. Who wears a diaper. And sleeps inside of the house. You sure it's a horse? I am. Is it a Trust mini me, horse? We confirmed it. It's not a full mini horse, I guess. It's like a, she says it's like a the Shetland? size of a pony, but not like a teeny, teeny little thing. Is it a donkey? It's a horse. <laughs> we confirmed this with her multiple times. The horse's name is Sassy. Sassy wears a diaper. <laughs> Sassy sleeps inside of the That's house. That's a big diaper. That's like an adult diaper. <sighs> oh, boy. Bigger than an adult diaper. That. All right, anyway. Thanks for sharing. Just saying. I have a story for you guys. This is a great story if you didn't see it on the news. So there is a guy named Brian Red Hamilton. Brian Red Hamilton. (laughs) I am not giving away my... Okay, all right, all right. (laughs) Okay, so he's played over a thousand matches in the NHL. They're calling them matches. That seems incorrect. I know. And he's also the equipment coach for the Canucks. And so during the match between, I don't know, Seattle and Vancouver, okay, there was a fan who saw a mole on the back of his neck. She happens to be a medical student, and she wrote a message on her phone and said, you have a mole on, your, on the back of your neck that you should really have checked out. 
Well, and she had caught the guy when nobody else was around. The game may have been over, and she just kind of like knocked on the window because she had great seats. Hey, you got them all. Yeah, and she just held up her phone, and he read it, and he was like, okay. So he must have gone and told like his parents and his wife, and they encouraged him to actually do what she suggested. Yeah. Turned out to be a malignant mole. Wow. Uh, it was a melanoma. Oh, my. And he had it removed. And then he went to social media to try to find her. Um, she's 22 years old, by the way. He ended up putting out this message. Long story short, as a thank you, um, the Canucks and the Seattle Kraken, is that what they're called? Kraken? Yeah, Kraken. yeah, brand new team. That's a weird name. Um, they are making a $10,000 donation Aww. to her for her medical school funding. That is great. I know. So if you see something, say something, even if you think it's weird. Yeah. Okay? Okay, Steve? You got to say it. All right. Bye, Dawn. Bye. We'll see you tomorrow. Rocco's coming in next. Thanks. Yeah, Rocco's coming in next. He'll have a, a dirt alert coming right up.